Welcome to the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. Broadcasting from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. And now, here are your hosts, Dan, Drew, Daniel, and Florian. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is episode fucking 30. Of the flights of the round table. And I just want to take a minute. 30 episodes of this podcast. Wow. We are at Middle James Brewery today in the Pineville area of North Carolina. And it feels damn good to be here. The vibes are great. We got a really great special guest that we'll be introducing here in a couple minutes. Just want to give you guys uh, a disclosure. We will be posting this on Friday on our normal date. So make sure you guys tune in because this is going to be a banger. It really is. And I'm honestly so fucking happy to be here because we were moving this weekend, right? We were. And all I've been drinking is moving beer. You know, you've heard of like lawn mowing beer, Mm -hmm. like, you know, hard work, like Coors Light, Miller Light. Light I haven't had a craft beer in seven days, guys. Yep. And I'm drinking on some delicious shit, so I'm happy to be here. You know what I mean? I am too. I am too. We're close to our home. This is our hometown. You know, we went to we went to high school right down the road from here. So you know, this it's kind of cool. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I listened to this thing today. It was like top five. The guy. It's another podcast, right? And the guy was saying, "What? Tell me your top five favorite beers." And you think he'd crank out like brands like Budweiser or what? You know, whatever. Yeah. What do you uh, say? He was going by the activity. He's like, "I got deer hunting beers number five. <laughs> he's like, no, and he's like, nothing better than fucking being posted up in a tree, quiet as fuck, with a couple of silver bullets, a couple of bush a lights." Bullet. Bullet right in the head. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, damn. And the thing is, number one was a mountain skiing beer. He's like, nothing hits better than after mountain you hit. Mountain skiing. Yeah, beer. where he's like, you hit the slopes for a couple of hours, and you go down uh, to the clubhouse, and then you fucking pound a few. Or you and drink you them go- going up in the chairlift. Yeah. I've done that before. And, no, yeah. and then he said, and then you take a couple with you, and then you go Cause, back Because you have a time limit on that shit. Yeah. You know, once it gets there, you stop. But, well, uh, I don't know. I've never actually been skiing. Wow, you got to try that out. But guys. No. Check it out. These beers would not be possible without one person. And we have a special guest here today. Dan, who do we have on the show tonight? We have the Middle James owner, Mike Smoke. I hope I said that correctly, Mike. How are you? So happy to have you on the pod. I'm doing good. Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, man. We're we're glad to have you. Um, So talk to us about just the backstory, kind of what you do and the background behind the middle james name um to make kind of a long story short uh, i used to be a home brewer i uh entered one contest my whole life uh, i won that contest and um got to brew my beer at one of charlotte's bigger breweries um they you know made a big batch of it sold it out of their tap room and then um the head brewer there andrew and i became uh, good friends and i asked him if he wanted to do this on our own one time and you know, sometime, and uh, here we are. It took us a long time to get this wow. uh, place open, but we're, I mean, we're here I, now. I don't want to steal from Drake, but talk about started from the bottom. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you put in the work to get get this yeah, right so, here. Yeah, man. Andrew and I uh, yeah. struggled a whole lot building this out, and uh, delay after delay, and uh, anything possibly could go wrong with this building did. But, uh, you know, in August of uh, 2019, we finally opened, and uh, then, you know, Six months later, we got shut down. 
for a pandemic. Yeah. It's a little mm. scary. Yeah. 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 Puck your asshole a little bit, you know, when you <laughs> oh, yeah. do that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, Daniel <laughs> loves that feeling. You feel the heartbeat in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. We made it through that, and we're, we're, we're good to go now. Well, folks, I'll just tell you the brewery's packed. So we're it definitely is. having a good time here. Mike, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. We like to do that with our guests. And, you know, I've been trying to think of the right thing, you know, to throw here. So I've been thinking, would you rather let Bruce Lee kick you in the nuts or take a 99-mile-an-hour fastball to the face? <laughs> can we can we specify which part of the face that hits? Like cheekbone right there? And is it both nuts or a one nut only? Probably your cheekbone. <laughs> I, I would say probably your cheekbone, um, and I'm sure Bruce Lee knows the exact place to kick somebody in the nuts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. With yeah. him, it's all about precision. Who, who you I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think I'd rather get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> wow. You must already wow. have kids. I, I do. I have two kids. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. My, <laughs> I don't need those. We're, we're cut off from having more, so I, I don't need them anymore. Because let's be honest, there is no way you have a functional man junk after taking a kick like that to the balls. Yeah, there's no not. way. Yeah, there's but no you way. might ne- you might truly never see the world again with a 99 mile yeah. an hour fastball to the face. That is true. That that's is why. True. But the cheekbone. I mean, that's okay. Livable. Well, he did specify that, but dude, fine. that's a reconstruction of your. You're gonna look face. like you're gonna look like Peter Griffin from that episode of Family Guy where he has a stroke and his, <laughs> half of his face is just down. But at the same time, you're gonna have no nuts too if you choose the other option. So yeah, but again. that's that's why I threw the curveball. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of a catch twenty two. You're fucked either way. Yeah. 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 All right, real quick, just around the table, the rest of us, what would you pick? I'm going fastball to the face. I haven't had kids yet, so I'm going fastball to me the too. face. It, kids matter. Fastball to the face. I think me. everybody. I, you know, I haven't <laughs> yeah. had kids either, so I'm going to go fastball. <laughs> fastball to the face. So Mike, you let us know how those that yeah, that kick feels. Yeah. Well, actually, you tell me. Are the kids worth it? <laughs> <laughs> so so far they are. Okay. Good, okay. Good. Okay. Good. 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 So Mike, besides you know being the owner, like what else is like a typical day in the life of Middle James Brewery for you? What what, what else do you do here to help so, the team out? Um, my partner Andrew is our head brewer, so um, and we have an assistant brewer now. So I'm basically all the boring shit, like you know, writing checks, and scheduling, and making sure uh, we're legal on all of our alcohol stuff and stuff like that. So all yeah. my shit's boring. I, I don't have anything exciting to tell. <laughs> hey, well, but, that's but the, the most important. Though. But the most important, the, on, the honest work. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I sit up in my office in the air conditioner, and Andrew sweats his nuts off down here. So you know, it's. Uh, it is what it is, but we knew that going in. He was a professional brewer. I was just uh, brewing in my garage yeah. and shit. Yep. So. Is it still kind of surreal to think, man, you own a brewery? It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's been, uh, I was doing medical sales before this and quit my job a couple months ago. So mm-hmm. I do this full time now. And, oh, that's uh, so cool. Hell yeah. Uh, so so you good. were running this for a while while you were still working. Yeah. So yeah. what, the wow. days? Days, mean, were, days were long. Wow. I'd go make a lot of calls and office, you know, doctor's offices and shit and then run back here, do interviews, run back out, all kind of, you know, stuff like that. Make yeah. Running payroll at 12 o'clock at night, stuff like that. But Damn. Gotcha. And not so. just in any, like, city. Like, Charlotte's competitive in yeah. the brewery scene. Yeah. And you made that happen. And, yeah. and, and, like, part of our thing is we truly believe, like, Charlotte's 
beer capital of the South, right? Yeah, and, I agree. And, like, yeah. part of why we do this is, like, we're trying to let everyone know, like, the great selection they have. And, I mean, yeah, so that's impressive yeah. that you were able to conquer that. I think, right they, before COVID. I think that you chose a perfect location because Pineville, Ballantyne area needed a brewery, and there is yeah. no other brewery but you guys. Yeah, and that's originally we wanted to go to Ballantyne, but once you start looking, there's it's there's no buildings for breweries, and you know it's yeah. expensive as shit. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're 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 building that old Mac brewery. And yeah, I'm right. sure that's costing old Mac uh, pretty. Penny. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. They are I'm in sure Ballantyne. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're building like a big. I don't even know. I guess you could call it like an industrial park brewery where it's so big that it's going to be like two times the size of the one now. Wow. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah, it's over there behind the Ballantyne Hotel, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it, it has it's to wild, be. man. It has I, to be. I played golf there, and, like, I don't go to Ballantyne very often, but you drive by there, you're like, oh, shit, like, it's gone. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Hell, <laughs> no, yep. like, Dana and I used to sneak on there and play holes. Um, <laughs> yep. Mike, for you, uh, I know we're going to probably get to that silver metal beer, but what is your favorite beer you guys brew, and what is the next like the next big beer that you guys are either brewing or the one you think is on the come up. You're, you're ace in the hole. Um, my my favorite beer right now is our lime lager. Uh, it's really I love it. It's heavily limed. Oh, I uh, love it. Which one is that? One? Oh, it's not. It's, it's not, I, it's not on the flight, but I had it. Yeah, it's, uh, oh yeah, it's that's good. That's mine and Andrew's. That's our favorite beer we make. I've um, been here so many times, and I get that every single oh, time. Oh, yeah. That's the first one I break the seal with. Yeah, I'm going is, in with a lime <laughs> lager. We just, you know, we just uh, kegged it and put it on tap uh, two weeks ago. Um, and then in the winter, we do uh, a brown ale that has vanilla, cinnamon, and maple in it mm. called Up to Snow Good. And that's probably my mm. second favorite beer we do. Mm. But our, our beer that the next one... The one that everybody loves is uh, we have a cinnamon sweet potato blonde ale that's mm. kind of like our pumpkin beer. That's uh, a nice fall beer. Is yeah. what, that's what that sounds like. I <laughs> you know, wait to well, I, I guess it's me. not our pumpkin beer. It's our cinnamon, in place of. Cinnamon yeah. sweet potato. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so, you know, like the guy sitting at the corner of the bar right there, you know, was like, well, when are you going to come out with that, you know, year round? I'm like, nah, man, that's not fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, so. you got to make the people want it. <laughs> yeah, right. It, yeah. It's a bit heavy for 95 degrees, you know. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's why the lime lager stands out. And uh, me it. and Dan came in here the other day and tried that. That is delicious. You yeah. guys need to advertise that one. You can, yeah. A lot of people and, could get on that shit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big saying. Kolsch guy. I yep. love your Kolsch. Oh, thank you. God, I thank love you. your Kolsch. That's it's, good. It's just, it's good beers all around. Yeah. So, yeah, so far. Now, I, I got a question. Sorry, Dan. One question. Um, you have the par three outside. You know, what, where'd you come up with this location? Well, this was like a, a golf like store or something. Like the whole thing was part of the part three. They kept it, but now they downsized the little shack. Yeah, they. Uh, I think this used to be their um, clubhouse. Yep. And yeah. uh, I was never in it then, but um, and then they, in the grass area they had a uh, putt putt course, and then it was some shady bars in between and. Uh, but yeah, it's our landlord. Is the guys that own the golf place, so uh, oh, okay. we have a, we have a good uh, good rapport with them. And uh, you know, during especially during shutdown and all that kind of stuff, you can still golf. So we sold a lot of yeah. beers, you know, to go out there. Oh, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, okay. So that part was the part was good. And that helped us out a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so there has yeah, to be. One, go ahead, Daniel. The one thing that Corona was good good for was golf. Golf it. 
is shot off like a rocket. Everyone started playing golf because yeah. you could do that during Corona, and, and you're right here, so I'm sure that helped out a little bit. I mean, Corona hurt, but you know what? Yeah. Corona helped maybe a little bit too. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Well, yeah. the beauty of it is you can drink beer practically anywhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. People will find it if yeah. you make it. Yeah. <laughs> that is but true. you bring up a good point, Florian. And you guys have the you know the driving range out there. There has to be some sort of like interesting, cool, funny story related to like them being out there. Like, has a golf ball come through the window? Like, no, but we when it rains, there's a lot of young like young kids, probably high school kids, that will run out onto the range, grab balls, and then hit them. I mean, downpouring, and you know, just watching these kids do dumb shit like that is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what another funny thing is? It's like we've never had any problems here with uh, you know, fights or any of that kind of shit. We're a brewery. We close at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Since we've been open, there's been two fights on the golf course out there, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. But none here. Wow. But none, none, in here. Here. <laughs> none in the place that sells alcohol, just out there. I love that stat. Like, me and Florian love making new stats, and that's a good stat. Yeah. Your fight to non-fight ratio. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got to come up with a stat for that and feature <laughs> it on a future episode. <laughs> Now, we're a football podcast, and you shared with us yesterday, but let's let the viewers know, who is your favorite team and, like, all-time favorite player? Ooh, that's a tough one. I went to Clemson, so... That's my favorite football team. Mm, okay. So okay. I, I, I got a bunch, but I, I know what you're getting at. It's the Brown. My, I'm from Cleveland originally, so I'm a Browns <laughs> fan. Being from Clemson, I, I thought I was going to have a favorite player, but uh, this kind of awkward, this moment right now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going right. to go with my that's favorite a, player being Trevor a, Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> that's a double win for you. So, wow. so you're more of a Clemson fan than a Browns fan, you would yeah, say. Yeah, I'm more of a college football fan. Okay. Than I respect that. Me too, in a way. You know, in a way. From Ohio? Yeah, I, grew, uh, I was born in Cleveland. I grew up in Myrtle Beach. So you're uh, not an Ohio State fan? No, I fucking hate Ohio State. I love yeah. <laughs> that's I something all of us it. can get along with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny. We did a video where we said Alabama is like produce the best receivers in the NFL, right? And everybody uh, on Clemson's TikTok, no yeah, come on, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got shirts that say "Wide Receiver You" on it. You got D Hop. You got T Higgins. I mean, you got yep. some boys. We got, you got Sammy some boys. back in the day. Sammy, yeah. Like, it, yeah, you're right. We got Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Slippery slot demon, you mean? Yeah. Slippery he went to my high <laughs> Really? No way. Yeah, his dad was my uh, athletic director. Wow. wow. <laughs> Wow. He's, he's got to be a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, he's got to be. When I knew him, he was eight. You know what I mean? Yep, so, yep. Was that in South Carolina already? Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We, we briefly, you know, you briefly alluded to it. You know, Clemson, of course, Deshaun Watson is on the, the Browns, and I don't want to get down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but I think, the you know, the bridge with Baker Mayfield is kind of burnt. So I think they mentioned that they're going to go forward with Jacoby Brissett. So on a realistic basis, is it either going to be a good year or like a five and twelve year? Kind of. What, what do you think we're looking at here? Um, you know, we're the Browns, so I'm sure it's going to be a five and twelve year. And <laughs> it'll be normal. I'll be miserable all fall, and it'll be just no, normal, normal <laughs> fall for me. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that, uh, that you need Deshaun, and uh, you know. If he comes back, then the Browns are gonna they're gonna wreak some havoc, you know. Yeah. And so, there but is. He's, it's looking like minimum a year or so. Yeah, 
That's I, and I could have said that in the beginning. And I don't know. Yeah, it's it so, was a hard decision for you guys to pick him up. So yeah. here's the thing with that though: the, what they're going to try to argue, Deshaun Watson's lawyer, is that he already sat out a year last year. So they're going to try to like say, oh, that's, that was served time. But what what is not helping that is he got paid last year to right sit on. out. So right. so we'll see what happens. Ooh. I do think a year is like a minimum. But uh, I I also saw see. they're trying to argue it because like owners haven't gotten punished for similar acts, you know, i.e. Robert true. Kraft, Dan Snyder, Jerry Jones, etc. So that's, I think, what his legal team is trying to argue. So we'll see. I mean, I think there's going to be at least a resolution by end of week. I know they're in their third day of hearings tomorrow, yeah. and fourth will be Friday. Yeah. But mm. I feel like you're paying, though, Mike. Like, with Deshaun Watson, like, you were thinking Super Bowl, right? That's, yeah. like, in yeah. the realm of possibilities. Yeah. Well, we should have drafted him the first time around, you know, because yeah. then we traded the number yep. 12. You know, and I'm sitting at my house, and I'm like, oh, it's it's have a It's Watson. Like, this is going to happen. And they're like, Browns trade the fucking pick. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a dream connection for you, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. The Clemson to the perfect. Browns. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. The, the year Philadelphia, I'm, I'm a Philadelphia fan. The year Philadelphia won the Super Bowl, my wife and I, we lived in New York. So they had the last pick in the draft. Well, we decided to come home. I think we had like a wedding, so we just decided to stay for a week. So we got in the car at 2 a.m. from New York because I got back from work. I said, let's go. Like, I'm awake. Like, let's drive. And probably slept a total of 30 minutes. And because the draft was that night, and I'm thinking, I'm like, like let's go. You know, very excited to see what Philadelphia does. You know, I'm up till midnight they traded the pick <laughs> there you go. i was like <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks a lot guys wow. um mike ne- kind of next thing for you here as we all alluded to there, there's a lot of breweries in the charlotte area what sets you guys apart maybe what you do with the community the beer kind of talk to us a little bit about that um i think you know a main thing that sets us apart is you know something that andrew and i wanted to do from day one which was um making a sports oriented brewery um you know we have 14 15 tvs big screen we get the nfl sunday package we get all that stuff and uh you know just because my buddies from clemson and i when we would you know want to watch you know clemson's playing at syracuse and we want to go somewhere to watch it, we wanted a good beer and a lot of breweries you know nothing against it it's different you know thought process but you know they don't have a lot of tvs usually right and that's something that we you know thought we could you know pinpoint and Here's good beer, and you can watch whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and you can get food. And you can get food. That's a big thing, too. Yeah. yeah. The kitchen you know, the kitchen does help a whole lot, and it's pain in the ass, but it helps a whole lot. I can <laughs> imagine. <laughs> the permits and the shit that goes along yeah, with that. And, you know, yeah, staffing and all that shit. For <laughs> sure. But y'all have done a great job. I mean, like Daniel said earlier, you know, you're the only brewery in this area. Yep. You got the sports bar thing. So, I mean, I, I see why you're having success. I definitely do. Honestly, it's a great combo. And when we when we got here today, I was noticing it's like a lot of – it's. It seems like very family oriented, yep. right? It is. And honestly, like Sunday, this is probably popping on it f- is. football season. You have the TVs. The dads can hang out with their buddies, uh, the wives and their kids going to play golf outside yeah, or, or even, whatever. You know, we, and then you got food here. Literally, that's amazing. It's like a perfect fucking. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. kids. We get a lot of soccer teams from Charlotte Soccer Academy down the road. And yep. You know, they're out there. You know, kicking the a ball, ball around yeah. out there and stuff. So it it Big works out. We, and we knew being you know. In a suburb, we were going to be family friendly, so we just needed to. We made sure we were. Right, know? right. Yep. Oh, and guys, you're, you're getting a good quality product here. Mike was fortunate enough to give us, well, we were fortunate enough to get a tour of the back. Uh, 
Definitely a clean facility, very nice setup facility, top tier production equipment, and you know, like, I'm I like very to see picky that. about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I like a very, very clean brewery. You know, a brewing, a brewing. What do you call it? Brew room, brew room, <laughs> brew house, brew house, <laughs> yeah. brew room. Yeah, a broth house. I like it nice and clean in there. You know, Daniel, we're, we're, we're we drink beer on this podcast. I feel like you should be a little more educated. I think I think I should be too. You're right, Dan. <laughs> he goes straight back there and starts yeah. looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in a second. Notes. <laughs> now, Mike, you mentioned too, uh, as Drew alluded to, you know, beautiful back there. You're going to expand. Yeah, we are. Um, we'll be out two ways. We have uh, some more tanks coming next week, um, two new uh, 30 barrel fermenters. And then in late um, Q4 or beginning of next year, we're going to be opening our uh, Rock Hill. Um, location. Hey. Where? Whereabouts? Um, it's in. Uh, I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you were getting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all. I'm, I'm all over the place. He likes to read minds. So we're gonna be in uh, University Center in Rock Hill, where the where Winthrop is. Right across, right by Winthrop. Oh so my sure. god! And there's awesome. uh, there's a uh, the Rock Hill Sports Arena. It's gonna be next yeah. door. Yep. Um, and there's uh, you know a bunch of apartments and stuff, so we'll be we'll be there. We'll just have a little one barrel brew house to do uh, experimental batches and stuff there. But they'll have all of our nice all of our other stuff on tap, and there'll be a food hall below it with uh, like I think eight different stalls. Um, so you'll be able to order food from any of those and sit at our tables and drink our beer. I cannot wow, wait to see that. that cause we cool. we just moved all of us literally moved to Rock Hill in the last we all did. few oh, months. Okay. So <laughs> there you go. We'll be there for sure. <laughs> all four of us. It's hilarious. Isn't that, we went from here in Pineville Ballantyne to Rock Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But hey, we. Still love, we still love the North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we do. We are from it's North funny. Carolina. I moved here in 2016, and every year I've gone more and more south. south there, yeah. I was down in like South End my first year here, but now you. I'm here. <laughs> so, okay, uh, a podcast favorite here that we like is called Overrated, Underrated, Properly Rated. All right. I'm going to spit out some topics. 15 and 20 words or less. You guys got to tell me why it's overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Words. Yeah. <laughs> Florian. All right. Don't start with me. <laughs> Shotgunning beers. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Mike, uh, you go first. That's uh, hugely underrated. Um, every time we can a new beer on our canning line, we shotgun that beer. So it's very underrated. I love that. Wow. I love that. Underrated. Nothing gets a party going like shotgunning a beer. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna say underrated too because I feel like you only there's not that many people that do that. So when someone like brings it up, and we're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, why not? It's a special occasion, well, kind of. You know? For our age. Yeah, for yeah. our age. Yeah. You know, we're not in college anymore. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. It, it's funny. I'm gonna go underrated too. And in college, when people would say, "Let's shotgun a beer," I'd be like, "Oh, damn!" But now I love it as an adult. <laughs> it's like, why not do this more? Uh, underrated. I like shotgunning a beer on the golf course. Like on the first tee, you get with your buddies. They're like, "Hey, let's start the round off," and then it progressively gets more. You know, you oh, keep yeah. doing more shotguns, and you get progressively worse. You at shotgun the, game. the first underrated. round of beers, and you light the first cigar, and then you tee off. Or sm- <laughs> or, or, or cigarettes. You know, one, one uh, of the two. One of the two. <laughs> one of the two. All right. Sounds like after this episode, we're gonna go shotgun a beer. <laughs> All right. Second topic here. Guy Ferrari from the Food Network. <laughs> Overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Yeah, I'm going to say properly rated. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I, I watch I watch Guy's Grocery Games like to fall asleep too, so I'm going to go. <laughs> what about his haircut? <laughs> it's not going to be my style, but 
<laughs> I I don't know. I I guess I'm gonna say popular properly rated too. I have no opinion on the matter. I mean, I can't I can't say he's over or under. So okay. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go underrated due to I went on a carnival cruise and I'm not a big fan of carnival or in their cruises nope. except for two things. Okay, their Guy Fury. Burger Bar is amazing. They, I mean, it's one of the best. It's, it's better than Five Guys. It's better than it's better than all that stuff. It's that good. And then uh, the Carnival is also really good with their comedy. So the two things. But yes, underrated. I respect that. I'm gonna go overrated. I think at this point he's more of a visual than actual quality content giver. Overrated. I'm going overrated too. I watch uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives sometimes. <laughs> that show just pisses me off. <laughs> Because he then why walk, do you watch it? Because I don't, <laughs> so, sometimes it's on, but like he goes in there, you know, watches him cook, he eats it, he goes, oh, this is the best thing I ever had. And he says it every <laughs> yeah. single episode. I, and it's like just infuriating. I actually it. want to change my answer. Underrated. He's a Raiders fan, and I respect, the, oh, <laughs> I respect his passion for his oh, team fuck off. because he's he knows he's never going to see a Super Bowl, <laughs> just like me. So. I'm not saying that, and I don't think... I think that we both of your teams could maybe get a Super Bowl next ten, decade or two. Oh, I, I really hope you're right. Whatever, Mike, whatever. by the way, I'm a Dolphins fan. I haven't seen one in my lifetime, and I really don't think I ever will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, last one on the list. Soccer in the United States. Ooh. Oh. Um, Go ahead, Florian. Ah, fuck. I don't know. Okay. I will say MLS is getting better, um, so I'm going to say underrated. Uh, I'm rooting for Team USA. I'm German, so I'm rooting for Germany first, but if they get bounced, which I think they will, Team USA. Yeah, underrated. Okay. It's getting there. I'm going to say properly rated. I think that it could be better. Because when you look at European Could soccer, it's just it's it's so much more interesting to watch That's compared true. to American soccer. Okay. I wish there was so many uh, like that many goals like in American soccer compared to European soccer. Soccer. True. I, I mean, I don't even think goal quantity is uh, maybe not goal quantity, you know I mean? but better for quality sure. of play. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would go underrated. Honestly, I think in three years, I'm saying three years. MLS is the highest grossed sport in America besides the NFL. Three years? It's going to surpass MLB wow. and the NBA. Yep. I, I'm saying that. I wow. definitely I'm saying that. Wow. All right. That's, that's Dan, a hot what do you take. Think? I don't know. That's that's the thing here because I'm still new to soccer. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm going to, like, the Charlotte FC games. So I guess I'll go underrated because I, I feel like there's constantly new people that are getting into it and watching it, like, like myself, that maybe just because it was international didn't think to try to tune in because those games are at, you know, 6 a.m. or, like, later in the evening. So I think, I think it's underrated. Oh, okay. Mike, what about you? Um, I think it's properly rated. I'm a huge soccer fan. It's my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, the MLS, it, it is what it is. It kind of is what everybody around the world says it is. It's a, probably a, you know, mid-level league, if that. And uh, now I hope it does get better. I'm rooting for all, you know, I'm not saying that in a negative way, but I think right now it is what it is. Right. It's, yeah, a, it's uh, a world sport. Yeah. It's a real, yeah. That's like a true world sport. Right. Like a te- true team sport, I should say, world sport. You know? Yeah. Like um, you can you can't really say that about anything else. Now golf is a world sport, but it's individual, and so is tennis. But soccer is the only team sport that's really like 
that hardcore international. It is, it is. So I read an article that said the MLS is the 12th best league in the world. Would you agree with that? No, or I would not. You I, I could name 12, 11 different or 12 different European countries. Don't waste your time. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Well, but, yeah, European but, countries yeah. and every league in South America, yeah. the Mexican league. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 No fair way. enough. Fair enough. Um, who's your favorite uh, club? Uh, Aston Villa. Oh, oh, yeah. He told me about that. <laughs> yeah, we're. I'm the chairman of the uh, Aston Villa uh, for North Carolina. So no way. We it's all dope. meet here uh, every uh, well every match, but usually on the weekend. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And randomly, two of my bartenders are Aston Villa fans now. It's probably why I hired them. And, <laughs> and they were two people that were here all the time. And I'm like, you just want to work here, man? And uh, so we got, we got <laughs> But you had Aston no Villa. clue they were Aston Villa fans. Well, before th- no, they came here because of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they came in in their Coutinho jerseys. <laughs> yeah, that's all. My kid thinks he's Coutinho. So. <laughs> I'm a Barca fan, so. Oh, okay. I'm, you know. Yeah, you I wish well. we got this fucker uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last four years. He was MIA. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, but good for you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's meant for the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. So it's been exciting watching him. We went over uh, over Easter to, to watch him play. Yeah. Nice. Lost 4 nothing to Tottenham, but uh, eh. it was still good. You still won? <laughs> yeah. How many goals did Son score that game? Three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Xiong yeah, Ling Son is a He's very amazing. underrated. He, He's actually, I mean, he might be one of the, mo- the most underrated players in world Is he soccer. the best Asian player in the, uh, uh, in the world? I would say he's gotta so. He's got to be, right? Go with, yeah, I, I would say so. Him. Yeah, but he's, to be honest, he's my favorite player to watch that isn't in Claret and Blue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I love watching that guy play. Yeah, 100%. Mike, cool. before we let you introduce the beers that we're having, I was watching National Treasure yesterday, and I thought about it. Would you rather steal the Mona Lisa or the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> Um, now, we'll tell you after you make your decision, but we looked up the value oh, okay. of both of these documents. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But you go ahead. What would you say? Uh, I would rather have, I guess, the Declaration of Independence just because it's <laughs> American. You know? like, well, I love that. In terms, of pure, yeah. in terms of pure street value, <laughs> um, you made the wrong decision. <laughs> How sad is that? Yeah, by like $200 million. <laughs> 200 yeah. million? The Mona Lisa is, like, I mean, what? No, I think it was way more than oh, that. Oh, yeah, it is way more. Yeah, I thought, uh, I thought it was like it was $850 million. Oh, is it that It much? was, uh, yeah. 850 the, versus 10. 10 million. <laughs> Holy shit. Isn't that insane? Yeah, you made a $840 million I want, mistake. I want Nicolas Cage to make a movie about that. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you did your Declaration of Independence around that. You steal the Mona Lisa and then flip it. Retire for the rest of your life. National Treasure 3, there's a map on the back of the Mona Lisa. <laughs> oh, God. Before we get into the beard, there is one more thing I wanted to, I wanted to bring up, and I think this is really cool. So Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson have agreed to a boxing match. Who you got? Peterson. Peterson? Yeah. Why? Real quick. He's just a monster, man. He's just a monster. <laughs> he, he was a monster in high school. Yeah. He tried I'm to go to the NFL yeah. straight from high boy. school. He's I'm a going big boy. To, have you seen his have you like like his muscles are so round. They're so <laughs> rounded. Adrian Peterson's are round. What do you like, want? Yeah. Squares? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, they're round. You know, he's been in the league for so guns. long. Yeah. All right, I'm check. going a- AP. They're both six one. One of them is ten pounds heavier. Yeah. Yeah, probably Le'Veon Bell. No. It is Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, because well, he's currently in the NFL, and I think AP is uh, probably retired now. AP played last year. Yeah, but he's Neither retired now. Neither of them are in the NFL. Yeah. Who would you oh, pick yeah, for? Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Uh, I'm going to go Adrian Peterson. I'm going purely based off of, well, it's two factors. One, I think he has a nastier stiff arm, so I think he could, that he packs a meaner punch. And second of all, he's been in the league probably like 12 years longer, right? So I'm thinking he's got easily, um, uh, you know, thousands more squat reps, thousands more uh, pull-ups, whatever. He's got many more reps than Le'Veon Bell. I think he'd kick his ass, honestly. Yep. For, for me, I'm actually going Le'Veon Bell because I think Le'Veon Bell would be one of those boxers who's very strategic, like he was like when he would run the ball. <laughs> like, remember when he would run the ball, he'd pause there, wait for a hole, and go? I think he'd do that as a boxer. He'd sit there, he'd wait, and be like, all right, I'm going to hit yeah. you now. I think, AP uh, does, I, I think AP would do that more. No. No. I think, I think AP would wear his ass out. I, I've been – I've boxed before, like – he, he's getting tired, man. He's getting tired. Who, AP or oh, yeah. Le'Veon? AP would be, like, so wild, I feel like. Yeah, he has to make his punches count within the first couple of rounds, yeah. right? Yeah. And if he doesn't hit, then he's probably – the probability goes are, down. I don't. I think you're underestimating AP now, and I don't think that's the right move to do. I don't okay. know. But either way, that, that fight's going to be big-time money. Yep. What it really it? is. When is that? Uh, they didn't – did they say when? Yeah, I think it I just, just came, came out. Date, but the I know, date I know just they came agree. out, I think. Yeah. That's unique in the fact that these guys are super relevant football players that just retired. They're gonna fight. Like we saw, like the the uh, Frank Gore and all the other old people fighting. But these are like guys fresh out of the NFL. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. this is kind of interesting. So, Florian, you just you just picked up a company and you're giving out your employment today. You're hiring somebody to do your job today. Uh, what, what job are they doing? Oh, yeah. Um, Mike, I'm going to give you the honor. Um, I've decided because I've lost this position um, I would like, I don't know, four times in the last two months. Um, I usually uh, talk about the flight of beers that we're having. It seems like every episode we do, we give that to our guests. Oh, okay. So instead of me going on unemployment, I'm just going to buy, start a company and then hire out. So you tell me, uh, what are we drinking today? Okay, sounds um, good. I've drank them all already. Yeah, I can see so. that, yeah. So. <laughs> and they were fucking good. That's, that's his thing, actually. Yeah, he, Mike, that that's, his, that's his staple. I got you. So the first one um, is our, uh, it's called Cosmic Curiosities. We name... Uh, all our uh, sours after um, a skit on uh, SNL about aliens. But um, this is a peach kettle sour. Uh, it's got a shit ton of peach in it. And, um, it's amazing. Yeah. It, it might be one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Oh, thank you. Thank That's you. Good. First off, I love a, a yellow sour compared to a red sour. Yeah, yes. I do like yes. that too. Secondly, when you say kettle, what does that mean? Yeah, a kettle sour. Mean? So... Um, we let it sour in the in the boil kettle, and then mm. um, once that's done, we boil it so that it doesn't infect all of our other system. Because okay. if not, it could go yep. everywhere. So, yep. um, so all of our sours are kettle sours. Wow, delicious! Love it. And then, what is this next one? So this next one is our uh, Queen Maeve yes. Irish Red. Um, mm. This we came out with it. Uh, I think we had it last year, and then this year we brought it out for um, St. Patrick's Day. But uh, we were recently in um, Minneapolis for the World Beer Cup, and it won a uh, silver medal for the World Beer Cup. Uh, the only only place that beat us in the Irish Red category was from Japan. So wow. bullshit! That's <laughs> bullshit! Wow! That is weird as hell. So you went to America to have a beer competition and got a Japanese beer that is Irish based. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow! But uh, yeah, so you know, it's a, it's a huge honor to win that, and uh, 
Um, it was, you know, Andrew's, you know, first time he's won a medal like that, but it was uh, real exciting to win that. So. Yeah. Very so happy with it that. It was very good, yeah. Yeah. Folks, yeah. People thought it was good, so that's good. You heard it here first. We have this, the best beer, best red ale in the United States, in the world. I will say because I don't give a shit about Japan. Mike's like, yeah, yeah. No, I will say that that's a unique genre in all the breweries we've been to so far in our fortunate beginnings. No one has presented an Irish red ale. That is right. But this definitely sets a standard. You know what I'm saying? It was this good. This is a good beer. I don't beer. think I've ever good. had an Irish red I, ale. I don't even like red ales. And that shit was pretty uh, good. You yeah. know? Yeah. No, you know. That's very good. Yeah, that's so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was real exciting to win. And, you know, it's, yeah. and it's different. And, you know, people like ambers and reds. You know, it's not my first choice, but people like them. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Got to have a variety. All right, what, so, what do we got next? So this next one is Hops on One Leg, New England IPA. Um, this is actually a collaboration with the Move for Gen Foundation, uh, which is um, we give a portion of each, um, every beer sold, every case sold to um, to fight sarcoma. Uh, Jen, Jen Andrews does an awesome thing. Um, she lost her leg due to sarcoma. Um, so, she, you know, those running blades are real expensive. So uh, she made a foundation that, um, you know, for people that can't afford those, you know, she'll give them a running blade. And so she has a 5K and um, 5 and 10K. I think this year it's on um, Halloween. And then she has a golf tournament um, August 22nd. So it's it was fun beer. We let her, her and her husband, Miles, come in. And uh, I mean, they, I was like, what, you know, me and Andrew, like, what do you want? She was like, they want a New England IPA. We went to our, you know, our hop shelves and like, Go ahead and pick what you want. And so they, Miles and Jen created the whole beer and stuff. So it's a, it's a real cool yeah, partnership. Awesome. And, uh, I, I have like three comments for that. One, I think that's one of the hoppier hazy, yes, New England IPAs it's, I've had. It's pretty dank, too. Two, how expensive are those? Because run- I feel like all of us at the table are wondering. I was going to say that. Yeah. Uh, the running, the oh, running they, blades. They, they can go anywhere from five to 50000 Wow. For a while. For, wow. for one. And do they, yeah. go, do they get... When they get running on, like run, they probably wear it down, right? I, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't know, but I assume so. <laughs> you know, so know. Uh, yeah, they probably go. I mean, if you're running on them, like as you would as, think, yeah, every, as like a real runner, I'm sure they go through like one or two of those a year. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, yeah the mileage. You I'm ask her that. I don't know that answer. Gotta I'm gonna ask her that. <laughs> Do you guys have a can? Is it canned? We did. It's it sells out real quick. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. But okay. well, we there's a there's a batch fermenting, so we'll have it either next week or the following. And what was that program called? I it's, love hearing it's, about it's move move for Jen J E N N yeah okay beautiful beautiful yes. love when we kind of connect the Charlotte community you know yeah. what I mean yep. love that so what's the fourth beer on the uh, flag? the last one is um, Happy Mama it's an all mosaic <laughs> IPA um, it's actually uh, another kind of charity beer um, our our designer for all our can labels and everything lost his mom and this was. Oh. His dad's homebrew recipe that was his mom's favorite, and he's done so much for us. And he was like, you know, can I brew this? And we're like, shit, yeah, you can. So it's a oh, West yeah. Coast IPA, all mosaic hops, uh, and uh, we that's I think we I think we kegged that on Friday, so it's real fresh. It's, wow. it's not like super hoppy like some West Coast IPA. No, yeah, so it's not. I, yeah, I like that quite a bit and one more time what was uh you said you guys brewed this for a specific reason oh for for our designer does scott childs does all our design work and uh 
his mom passed away from a lung uh, disease, and uh, so we donate some of the uh, proceeds of that to the American Lung. Wow. Awesome. Love that. Yeah, I, I love that. One of, one of my questions, like, I always have, like, things I want to think about. Like, I care about this podcast, and I want to make sure the guests we have on, like, I'm, I'm giving them the content they need. And the thing I always love to bring up is, like, how do you connect yourself with the Charlotte community, right? Like, a part of what we want to do is, like, we want to be a part of the Charlotte community. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're spraying it right there. I yeah, mean, right. That, that's, that's beautiful. Like, these beers are dedicated to certain people going, and the yeah. tryhards that they've had to do in their life, right? Yeah. Love that. Yeah, I love that, too. Last thing before we let you get out of here. We are planning for this upcoming NFL season to do a fantasy football league with all of the guests from the different breweries that we've had on the show for brewery supremacy. You know, I truly forgot who the supreme brewer is in the area. Um, so we want to invite you. I'm not sure if you do fantasy do. football. Well, we would love the opportunity to have you yeah, in yeah, our I'm league. We're we're still in the process of finalizing details, so we're trying to get that, you know, mapped out here shortly because, you know, mock drafts are coming. Yeah. He texted me today. (laughs) I'm going to start doing fantasy mock drafts here shortly. Dan, you probably already have started doing them. I I actually haven't. I really haven't. I don't don't think I believe you. I've done two. (laughs) (laughs) I I am so excited for this league. The commitment we've had and, like, the guests, like, this is going to be really cool. This is going to be really cool. Did, did Fetty join? Yeah. Okay. Fetty uh, joined. I'm going to kick your ass, Fetty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you're not talking about. But, Mike, we want to thank you for not only having us in here, the beers, um, and just being a guest on our pod. We, we firmly appreciate it. We'll definitely come back. I'm, I come to the driving range yep. quite frequently because I'm always working on the game. Yeah, um, but once again, thank you for being on. Is there any, any last words or anything you have for no, you d- know for the Charlotte community or anything? No, um, you know if you want a day out in good old Pineville, uh, you know they <laughs> want to bring your kids. You know we have yeah. a driving range, we have par three, we have a big uh, outdoor lawn. You know the throw baseballs. You know play a soccer game, whatever you want to do. We have a real good kitchen and uh, pretty good beer. So yeah, come on out. Yeah, awesome. yeah, man. Mike, appreciate it, man. The yeah, hospitality was second to none. Love your place. Thanks for coming right. on, buddy. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thank, you. thank you, Mike. All right, guys. Well, once again, I want to give a big shout-out to Mike for hopping on. It's It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we will... So we're, we're going to have a second second guest here for about 10 minutes. Here, we, we, we have another yeah. member from okay. Middle James. We, we have a third member here. Got third. I'm Second. all over the place. I'm not good with numbers, folks. No, no, third because it's... <laughs> Which is ironic. You work in insurance. Third <laughs> member because it's a Daniel. We have another Daniel joining the pod right, right now. Yeah. So we have, we have Daniel here from Metal James. Daniel, talk to us about your role with the bird. I'm a sales rep with uh, Middle James Brewing. I've uh, been here since the beginning. Uh, we've been on three years, which I'm sure you already talked about with Mike, the yeah. owner. Um, so yeah, we've been uh, doing pretty good so far. We have a lot of accounts and doing a good good job around the city. Yeah, cool. man. Oh, yeah. So what's what's like the number one place right now you're trying to get Middle James Brews into? 
Me personally, I'm working on the South Carolina side as okay. well, helping that push that. So, mm-hmm. Carowinds. Ooh, nice, uh, nice. That's a big push for us. Uh, we have a distributor down in South Carolina, uh, B&B uh, Distributors. Um, they are pushing the forefront of that right now, but I'm actually working with Carowinds and trying to secure a spot down there. That's awesome. That's a, that, that would be that's a big, the biggest yeah. one. That would be a big yeah, move right he, there. He told us, right, there's a new spot opening in Rock Hill, and we all yep. just moved to Rock Hill. So Great. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. We'll check it out for sure. We'll be well, right there. Well, obviously, um, didn't mean to interrupt you. We're good. Um, we're good. So uh, our other sales rep, Tom, he's been uh, pushing uh, the White Water Center. Wow. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So we're, we're – Killing it there. Nice, um, nice. So Tom is, is our other sales rep. He does a great job, and he's pushing the forefront. He's been pushing everything for us, so he's doing a great job. So I got oh, a yeah. question now. Um, yeah. They, I'm assuming you're trying to get into the restaurant that, that they have there at the White Water Center, but they also have that like beer hall, right? It's all the same. Oh, it's all. The I think they're all. So, co- yeah, so are it's, they going to add another tap, or are you competing to kick another? Yeah, no, we already got them. We oh, you we got, got him, baby. Okay. We got, got him. Like, Boom. Locked, locked and loaded. Down. For now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously. Um, what do you mean for now? Our, well, you know, we have a summer beer <laughs> that is very uh, popular right now. What did you put in there? Uh, uh, Tom put in, uh, you're turning Violet Violet, which is a blueberry wheat. Oh. It's a very popular beer. Um, and it's a wheat ale. Nice, easy drinking, perk for the summer. You yeah. know what? You you guys do a great, uh, you guys do great fruity beers. The peach one that I had is honestly probably one of the best beers I've ever had. Oh, that's a nice peach sour. Which uh, Andrew, our head brewer, he is uh, he does a phenomenal job. Um, our next uh, sour is going to be Time Jump, which is a cherry sour. Wow. Oh. Oh, I could get. Oh, I could fuck with that. Yeah, I like cherries. Oh, yeah, it, yeah cherry flavor is among the best flavors for anything. I would cherry agree. is not with amazing. medicine. Like you never want to taste something yeah, in medicine. medicine. But uh, if, you, if you get a cherry beer, you're in for a treat, guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All right, Daniel. So we're gonna name our favorite NFL teams. You're gonna tell us who you hate the most based off that. All right. Well, you already know his, so yep. you're probably not hating him. Yep. So. Florian, who's your favorite team? Uh, the Dolphins. <laughs> what? Nah, nah, you're good. You're I have good. been a St. Louis Rams fan since 2001. They're fine. I'm still an L.A. They're Rams fine. fan. They're fine. I've been a Philadelphia Eagles fan since 1994. Of, of, of the three, Eagles is on the bottom. But yes. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Number, of the bottom of this of this trio or quadruple, uh, it's actually the Patriots. Yeah. Nice. Patriots are always on the bottom. And then since I'm in the NFC South, I don't know. Now it's changed so much because no, Tampa Bay. Because guess who's there? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. So Tom Brady. You know, sorry, not fans of the Buccaneers. So Buccaneers down on that one. For sure. For cool. sure. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them both. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm a Dolphins fan. I. I yeah. I don't like. Hey, either. 1972, right? right? That's it. That's all. <laughs> I wasn't even alive. <laughs> no, right. And that's Me, all I got. I wasn't either. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, last thing we want to ask before we let it get out of here. Um, explain to us the pay it forward, because I've been in here so many times. So explain that to me just a little bit. Obviously, we um, see, I was previous military, so I okay. push a lot of military oh, yeah. um, pay it forwards. Um, and my owners are great, great on the military. Um, so what, what happens is that we like to pay it forward for certain people. Obviously, okay. You'll see some names up there, which is fine. That's 
it's not what we the, the intended, but it's fine. Uh, obviously, we want to like if you like we respect if you brought a receipt from Brooks Sandwich Shop. That was actually a uh, we we wanted to respect Brooks because they lost their owner, obviously in that tragic yeah. tragic yep. incident. Yeah. Um. So if you brought in a receipt, you get you get a free beer. Obviously, we just want to we want to support people in different categories. So what we got here? We got if you're wearing a kilt, hey, that's cool for you. Come on, bring your kilt in. Yep. So so Daniel, man, I am. Straight up, I will broadcast this. I am sorry about the confusion. We're going to collab later. I'm serious. You're a cool dude. I am dead fucking serious. Just because of a Daniel we, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, we are on a time crunch, though. We, we got. Some, I appreciate you being here and hopping on. We love the Charlotte yes, community. Thank you very much. So as we transform to our next subject, you know what it is. Game time. Always have a game time on the podcast. All right. And today we're going to go big news, little news, or no news. All right, and you rate that as yourself, right? You tell me what you think about it. Terry McLaurin, the receiver for the Washington Commanders, he is now a top five highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Big news, little news, or no news? Oh, baby, that is some big news. That's some big news because you better fucking show up or show out. I can tell you that, boys. I hope he's worth all that money. I think he is, but he better prove it. For yeah. from <laughs> Jesus, God, you should be his agent, honestly. Um, um, I mean, it's big news for him, but he's not going to do anything that different than he's done the last few years. He's just going to get paid more doing the same thing. He has no quarterback to throw to him. I, I don't. He's I'm got sure. Carson Wentz. What uh, are you talking uh, about? Okay. Damn. <laughs> I'm not sure if the defense got better and may have gotten a little bit worse. Yeah. Um, they're finishing last in that division, probably. They so are probably. I'm sorry. So you said no news or a it's, little news? I mean, it's big news for him. Overall, it's no news. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Damn. Um, I think it's big news uh, for the ripple effect it's going to have. Um, DK is going to want to be paid now more more than $28 million a year because I'm in the camp that DK Metcalf is a better receiver than Terry McLaurin. I'm not sure if either agree. Um, and going forward, what's Jamar Chase going to command? Yeah, seriously. Like, what how is, much are you going to pay uh, him? You know, what's Justin Jefferson going to command who is better than both DK and Terry McLaurin? Right. So you, you just you wonder exactly what that's going to come in. I, I think it's big news because it's going to have a big old ripple effect. Uh, I, I, I think from an immediate standpoint, I agree with Florian. It's little news because, yeah, you can pay him as much as you fucking want, but he's still on the Washington Commanders getting Thank shit you. receivers. You put Terry McLaurin with Aaron Rodgers yeah. right now, yeah. he is leading the league in receiving yards. Fuck off if you don't believe that. Ooh. I can't Secondly, believe that because we have, we, how do you believe that? You just have oh, to believe that? I, That's just hard to believe. I watch enough football where I believe that. I think you guys have said the word believe six times yeah. in 20 seconds. But then I think it's no news because or big news because, like Dan said, like what's going to happen with all these young guys? Like Jamar Chase. How much are you going to owe Jamar Chase? Like a fucking kidney and two brain cells? Isn't it kind of crazy that it seems every year um, all the key positions like wide receiver, running back, quarterback, the market gets set every single year higher and higher? Is that even sustainable? Nuts. Are you telling me that eventually you're going to have rookie quarterbacks making like Well, let me tell you one thing. Did you know that a starting rookie salary 10 years ago was in the 300,000s? Do you know the minimum starting salary for a... a, Yeah. Yeah, guess. 
Yeah, well, if you're couple, a first round couple pick, million. it's a couple million. Well, yeah, but like I'm talking minimum of the bottom of the bottom, the bottom of the bottom, the cheapest guy yeah. in the NFL. Couple hundred, ten years couple ago, it was thousand. Six, ten years ago, it was three hundred thirty thousand. Uh-huh. It is eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars for yeah. the most minimum player in the entire league. Right. That's that is insane. basically we'll just say a million dollars. So every player in the NFL is making a million dollars. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is that sustainable? No, it's not. I mean, how the heck are you? You're gonna. You're telling me you're gonna have rookie quarterbacks who have never played a snap in the NFL getting paid like twenty million a year. That's it's, that's, that's it's the pretty fucked up. But guys, we have to move on. Um, Alvin Kamara, he beat a guy up Pro Bowl weekend back no in uh, early February. Like beat him up. The, the news came out. I believe we talked about it in the podcast. So the Chargers are coming out, and uh, it, it's it's pretty much guaranteed he's gonna miss six games, minimum next year. Big news, wow. little news, no news. Yeah, that's huge news. First off, I didn't even hear about this until right now, this instant. So huge news to me. Had no idea about this. But well, why you, is it huge news? Because I had no idea about it. That's huge news. That's selfish as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. No, but I, I mean, it kind of makes a point. It is kind of big news if you don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're keeping for it under wraps. For me, big news and great news. Okay. Philadelphia owns the Saints' first-round pick this year. They're going to be without Alvin Kamara, and they're going to rely on Jameis Winston on a coming off of a torn ACL. Let me tell you, boys, I am feeling great. Just great. I think think they need to suspend him for the year. I think that's the only thing that makes sense. Suspend him for the year. (laughs) I think it's little news just because – I think any time when you have a player on a team that contributes more than they should anyways, like Alvin Kamara is the workhorse of the Saints. Like he's Austin Eckler on steroids. He really is. He is. Um, that's, no, one guy is not going to win you or lose you more games. This might be a one or two game difference. Little news. Um, I'm going to say big news. I had my hopes for the Saints being number two in the division. Obviously, Tampa Bay is not going to slip out of first. Um, but I thought they would compete for the second place in the division and maybe have a shot at the wild card. You're missing the first six games of the season. That's that's pretty significant because, like you said, it's Jameis Winston. I don't. I'm not putting any money on Jameis Winston to carry my team. I mean, he's better than Taysom Hill, but that bar is lower than the South Pole. <laughs> oh man! Um, you literally can't go lower. Yeah, exactly. So you have that, and then. I don't know. I think with Atlanta, you know, they have Marcus Mariota. I, they could, I mean, I would say they're on par with uh, New Orleans, so they're probably going to take second place from. I don't think Atlanta would have a shot to make a wild card spot, but they'll take second place from the Saints. I definitely think that. Respectable, respectable. Okay, very diverse opinions there. Last one I got for you guys big news, little news, no news. We're talking about Baker Mayfield again on the podcast. Again, Baker Mayfield did not rule out coming back to the Browns. He, he, he said he said they would have to initiate the contact. He's playing hard to get, but he said he would not rule out. Big news, little news, no news. Okay, let me say I want to go first. Little news, because where the fuck is he gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like we're talking yeah. about him. Possibly, I think he's more worried about where oh, he's yeah. gonna go. I don't think he, I think possibly that's a little bit worrisome. If I was Baker Mayfield, I would want to make sure that I have a, a starting position somewhere. You can, hey, you don't prove yourself. Um, 
for, for me, I think it's in between big news and little news. Uh, Medium news. If I'm Baker, and I, I sent you guys a report this week, apparently Seattle and uh, the Browns are in pretty heavy discussions for Baker. Um, but the thing is, if you're looking at Seattle and you're looking at the Browns, I think the Browns give you a better chance to do well than being traded to Seattle, especially because you're in a contract year. So if you're Baker, put yourself on a team that is going to do like do the best and try to get yourself a payday. Because say he play, say Deshaun is suspended for the season. You can't you can't literally tell me as a GM and an owner with a straight face you're gonna roll with Jacoby Brissett. There's not a chance. Exactly, I agree with that 100. percent So does do you if you're Baker do you put like the bullshit aside, yeah. play your you, best you, and try to get yourself a good payday? Exactly. You tuck your balls behind your ass. You're Baker Mayfield. You've already brought the Browns to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel just did a hand motion, and guys, I did not want that to be you. So, anyways, Baker has already put the Browns in a better position than they've been in the last 20 years. You know what I mean? The Browns are a laughing stock of the NFL, and Baker Mayfield has won 10-plus games two years in a row. Like, if I think this is big news because if it happens, the Browns are legitimate playoff contenders. With Job- Jacoby Brissett, not so much. Not so much. I don't give a fuck the size of the news. Okay. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, you talk all the shit. You said you're the man. Yeah. You said that you're the guy for Cleveland, um, and you deserve to be the starting quarterback over Deshaun Watson. So why don't you just go prove it in Seattle? Take the Seattle job, and if you're really that good, you don't need all the stars in Cleveland. Dude, wouldn't that be You the... don't need it. You just need to be the guy in Seattle. You need, a, you need to be better than Russell Wilson. Do that. You what, should do that. How right? crazy yeah. would that be if reports came out? If he's really that good, he should do that. Right. How crazy would that be if reports came out that ba- the Browns offered him the job and he accepted with Seattle? Oh, that'd be, that'd be some I drama. Would, I mean, no, then I really want to see him prove it because that means he's betting on himself. Good. I want to see you walk the walk, Baker Mayfield. And if you can't walk the walk, if you are limping your way out of that fucking city, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, gentlemen, moving on, I, I got two things. You guys know me. I like my news and notes. And we have a special guest joining us. The hawk has flown into the nest. Tyler Hawk is with us for these two segments. Gentlemen, it is my favorite time of year. What is it? You Sa- want to know Santa why? Claus time? You want to know why it is my favorite Just about. time of year? Because all of the... Local news, national news, sports writers are bringing up politics. How the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> no. are Super Bowl contenders, and let me just tell In you, what world? it warms my heart because we're setting Dallas up to be colossal fucking failures every single goddamn year, and I love it. Yeah, why do we? Why do they do this? The media does this every single year. They, it's their they fan hide, base. They hide, it's not their fan base. Yeah, it's America's team. Florida. It's America's yeah, team. Okay, they the media says it's America's team. It is America's I, team, is even America's, though it, sh- it, it I, should or should not be. It is. I have for some reason America said that. I've met only one Cowboys fan in my life, and I even think he would humbly say 
that, that, that you need to chill. Because who the fuck really believes that they're going to win the Super Bowl? You, you, or even you make can't. The yeah, you can't or tell me realistically. Game. They don't even have the best roster in their division. No, they don't. Not at all. Like I just I don't understand why we do this every year where we gas so up. So where are you going with this? What about America's team? Well, America's not associated with mediocrity, and that's what the Dallas Cowboys are. Yeah, thank you. Um, no, I just I wanted to get people's thoughts as to why this happens on an annual basis to where people just gas the Cowboys the media. up. The media. I don't know. I think on paper, like, they're a pretty good team. No. Like, I mean, you have at least a top half quarterback. Okay, but. Is Dak Prescott a top 15 yes, quarterback? but the top half isn't good enough. You have to be a top third. Or where's Tua? Yeah, okay. I'm, Bottom. I'm not saying, hey, I'm not here advocating for two over deck. I'm just simply say, stating the top half is not good enough. You need a top third. Let me ask Daniel don't a get, question. Don't do that. Oh, I'm doing something right here. Mitchell Trubisky or Tua Tagovailoa? Who would you want on your quarterback right now? Tua. Okay. I Tua. want right now. I was testing you. Right now, I want Tua <laughs> because of the weapons he's got. Oh, yes. I, lo- I love the hill. Give me Mitch. Man. Mitch. Give me Mitch. Mitch has gone farther in the season. For those that don't know, our buddy Tyler here, his favorite team's the Steelers. So if he said Tua, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be. I think Tua will probably be the better quarterback over time, but Mitch with his experience, give me Mitch. Right? That's actually funny because, well, over, over Mitch probably, yeah, but I wouldn't say Tua would be good at all over time. But. You but just great players thrive when they're around a great environment. If Tua has that sure. in Miami, sure. it's going to happen in the future. Amen, bro. I, I agree. I, I think Tua is also going to have a good year. I do. I do. I think Tyreek Hill opens up the ball game so much. I you, can't wait you guys for know my stance on Tyreek. Yeah, he's the best receiver in the NFL because his skill set is unseen before and cannot be matched by any player in the NFL. His skill set, you cannot. I lo- it's I lo- unique as fuck. I love that as well because I feel like you can put Tyreek with probably like any quarterback in the NFL, and he would still find a way to be able to thrive in that environment. So that's a good that's a good point. I'm really excited whenever we get to our bold takes of the season because I got a spicy one, and mm. I am very excited. But gentlemen, like I said, bold. I love it every year. It's just it's my favorite time of year to where everybody gasses up the Dallas Cowboys and they just disappoint every year. It's my dad was saying he loves it. Guys, we are the flights to the round table podcast. We drink flights of beer, we talk about football, we talk about a bunch of random shit. We like to go to breweries like this. Middle James Brewery, great brewery. You can find a different, unique, select section of beers here. You cannot get anywhere else. You talk about an Irish red. We're talking about beers made for the community. Fruity beers. We love them. We love them all. And that's what all I got to say about that. So, Dan, take us out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 30 of the Flights of the Roundtable. We want to thank Lydia, Mike, as well as Daniel for hopping on the podcast. It was a pleasure having them. Very much appreciate them allowing us to come into the brewery. Uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful week weekend and we'll talk to you guys next week we'll be in a new residence and we're excited to have that first show there oh debuting the uh the new hq yeah so yes sir so be on the lookout for that um we we got some good things in the works uh so stay attached to our social medias uh listen to the podcast we'll talk to you guys soon hope everyone has a wonderful week peace